All right, today, worked out with the boss. Listen to The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. Not sure which one of those I am. Maybe one of the commas. Hi, it's Mark, and welcome to Out of Breath Albums, the show where we exercise while listening to a vinyl record, then talk about it. On today's episode, we highlight the second album from Bruce Springsteen, 1973's The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. I became a fan of Bruce Springsteen while exercising, technically speaking. Back in around 1984, I was about eight years old, right around there, and the songs from the Born in the USA album were in heavy rotation on pop radio, but also at the roller skating rink. I spent a lot of time rolling around that wood floor at Skateland, which is where we used to go, sometimes holding onto a glow stick, but often listening to Bruce. I bought that tape shortly after the first time I heard that song, Born in the USA, and played it nonstop. I had no idea who the E Street Band was, and I certainly had no idea about today's album. I saw Bruce and his band for the first time about 20 years ago, and he became a fan all over again but I started going a lot deeper in the catalog. Of course, I've spent a ton of time with Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, The River, and Nebraska. I haven't really put in the time on Springsteen's first couple of albums. The first being Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, which I own, and the second, The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. I've heard some of the songs from this album, but not all of them that I could recall. So I was excited to find this at a local record store and to check it out at the gym today. For some background, here's what Apple Music has to say about this album. Quote, his first album, The Excellent Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, presented a singer-songwriter with sharp lyrical skills and an emotional spectrum that could bring tears to the eyes of attentive listeners. His second album, The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle, added his stellar E Street band. This is where Springsteen becomes an electric performer, with songs that invent new structures and court deep narratives. The E Street Shuffle and Kitty's Back are among the funkiest songs he's recorded, while Fourth of July Asbury Park, parentheses Sandy, and Wild Billy's Circus Story are the warmest and most heartbreaking on the album. Incident on 57th Street is pure cinemascope, an elaborate tale that sweats like a classic early 70s film. Rosalita, parentheses come out tonight, is archetypal Springsteen, complete with Clarence Clemens chasing the boss with his ebullient sax while the lyrics tell of Bruce's dreams of rock stardom. New York City Serenade is a beast, starting with David Sanchez's elegant piano intro and working its way to a dramatic conclusion. Essential, end quote. Whoever wrote that really likes to use their thesaurus. A bullion, huh? Huh, whatever. Now that we've heard what Apple Music has to say, let's find out what Mark has to say. A note, I'm putting a very, very short clip of each song in here now. This is the first podcast where I've done that, ahead of each section, just because I think it was missing that. It's only a few seconds of each. I don't want to infringe on copyright, but I feel like the podcast needs that context just a little bit. If you haven't heard the album, at least it gives you just a little taste and then you can go back and listen to the full thing and as always if you go to the show notes at rockandrollreclaim.com i've got links to the album on both apple music and spotify so you can stream it if you don't own the vinyl yet let's get into it side one opens with the east street shuffle (laughs) 
tempo, 132 beats per minute. Fun and energetic. This has some funk, has some jazz. It's a great introduction to the E Street Band. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Great way to start the album and pretty good for exercising. I give it a workout rating of an 8. 4th of July, Asbury Park, parentheses, Sandy. Sandy, the fireworks are hailing over little tonight. Tempo, 101 beats per minute. The energy on this, I would say, intense, dark, but whimsical and fun at times, too. It's kind of a contrast in that way. This is sort of quintessential Bruce. It's a cool song that mixes... You know, Thunder Road type storytelling with 50s rock and roll in places. It also has variable tempos as well as tempos that aren't really steady. And I think I'll talk about that more a little later, but it adds great interest and engagement. I don't know if it's great for a workout, though. It's a little tough to get through while you're on the treadmill. Just remember, though, the workout rating score that I give does not necessarily mean I don't like the song. I quite like this song, but for a workout rating, I give it a three. Kitty's back. Seventy-three beats per minute, but then it double times to around 140, 145 right in there. Energy is soulful, bluesy. I get some Billy Joel and Barry Manilow notes in this one, actually. It's very early 1970s, but it's a lot of fun to listen to. The organ sets a great foundation, and the horn breaks just complete it. It's just so good. It's an example of why the E Street Band is so beloved and revered. A lot of fun to listen to, and it kept me moving, so I give it a workout rating of an 8. Wild Billy's Circus Story. Seventy-five beats per minute, but it kind of changes constantly. Energy, old-timey. I don't know exactly how to put a description on the energy of this song, but it just feels old, but in a good way. The lyrics in this one are fascinating. I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes to the lyrics so you can find them and read them. They're just weird and interesting. This one, again, has a variable tempo with constant changes, retardandos, accelerandos, that really make it interesting to listen to. As I said earlier, I think it was on 4th of July Asbury Park. That's not necessarily good for a workout. I did give 4th of July Asbury Park a 3 rating. Gonna give this one a 4. One extra point because it includes a fun tuba part. I'm a tuba player and you don't get to hear that instrument very much in a popular music track. So little extra, but still a 4. It's not great for a workout. Flipping the side to side 2. Incident on 57th Street. Tempo on this one, 110 beats per minute or so. Energy is dreamlike. It's just really interesting. I think I said on uh, one of the earlier ones, maybe 4th of July Asbury Park, that it's quintessential Bruce. Here it is again. Also, this sounds like Bruce Springsteen. It also has a sound that's almost like something Mark Knopfler and Dire Straits would work on like 10 years later. Maybe not quite 10 years, maybe seven or eight. The chorus has a bit of that 1950s rock and roll feel as well. Interesting song. The thing I've noticed in Springsteen's music quite often is related to tempo. The band is often right on time, in the pocket, playing everything right on tempo. And then Bruce alternates tempo up and down, just a touch on top of it. Never quite singing on the beat, just a little ahead or most of the time a little behind. And it makes his music so interesting to listen to. 
Incident on 57th Street is not necessarily a great workout song, but it's got a moderate tempo, and as I said, it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to give it a workout rating of a 6. Rosalita, come out tonight. Here we go. Tempo, 152. But it changes quite a bit, usually going faster as you get through the song. I clocked it with my little BPM meter as high as 170 or so. I don't know, maybe I wasn't quite on, but it seems like it was around there. High energy, upbeat. It's one of my favorite Springsteen songs, without a doubt. Always has been. It's better live, but the studio version, pretty good too. It moves. It's got a great groove. Clarence Clemens' sax parts are so good in this one. But the thing I really love about this song is the guitar parts in the verses. That clean guitar just kind of moving through the song is so good on this. The song ebbs and flows through the verses. You think it's going to grow, then it drops back down. Then it grows a little more until it finally reaches that epic Rosalita chorus, like a third of the way or a little more through the song. And it keeps moving and moving towards the end, building and building until this mad climax at the end where they're just having fun going crazy. I just love this song. Some have called it the perfect rock and roll song. I don't know about that. I always thought that was a little odd. I'm not sure how somebody came to that conclusion. But hang on, folks. Here we are. Remember, this is my opinion. doesn't have to be yours. I'm giving this one the first out-of-breath album's perfect 10 out of 10 rating. That means the workout rating, keeping you active, keeping you engaged while you're working out. 10 out of 10 for me. It gives me visions of the times I've seen Bruce, watching him run around like a madman at the end of the show, playing tunes like Rosalita and other audience requests before finally turning the house lights on and closing with Born to Run. So good. Perfect out-of-breath album's rating on that song. And then we get to the last number, New York City Serenade. The tempo was variable, started out like around 80, 85 beats per minute. And at the end, when the little faster kind of gospel part and the conclusion of this epic album got up to like 108, 110, but it's slow. It's a slower number, but then it picks up towards the middle and the end. So not real high energy, but it's kind of monumental. It's got this feeling of New York City. So what is that instrument at the beginning? I should know what it is. Is that an auto harp? That's almost what it sounds like. That is a weird instrument. It sounds like that could be something else. If you know, Leave something on social media for me or in the comments on the blog post and let me know what it is or send me a message. Podcast at rockandrollreclaimed.com. We got that cool opening. Then you've got gorgeous piano and acoustic guitar. This is a New York City song in more than just name. It just feels like New York. I mentioned Billy Joel earlier and yeah, I hear him here again in moments. You're going to on a New York City song. It sounds so good. Even through the rest of the Kind of scratchy copy of the record that I have here. For an exercise song, eh, I don't know. It's different. It didn't lose my interest. It's so cool, but it's slow. It's 10 minutes long. It is at the end of the workout, so I guess it might be a good one for like a cool down. After getting your heart rate up on Rosalita, engaging and emotional. Epic Closer picks up a bit at the end with the band doing almost a call and response, like a gospel choir type thing. 
As you reach the end, you get some nice flourishes from Clarence's saxophone, some nice organ and percussion. For a slow tempo tune, it's interesting enough to give it a six. In closing, this is a beautiful album from Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. It's often overlooked, including by me to be honest, because of the epic albums that follow it in the second half of the 70s. It definitely shouldn't be. This is the first of Bruce Springsteen's truly great albums, in my opinion. Greetings from Asbury Park, really good. This one, better, I think. I love it. From an exercise perspective, it's sort of all over the place. This album has the song with the lowest rating we've done on Out of Breath albums so far, 4th of July, Asbury Park, with a rating of 3. It's also got a track, though, with a perfect 10 score in Rosalita. So where does that leave us? Leaves us with an overall album rating of 6.4. Yes, friends, Rosalita and the E Street Shuffle were not enough to overcome some of those lower scoring tracks. 6.4 puts the album in last place. Barely in last place, but last place right now from all the albums we've done. That actually seems about right to me. It's rather difficult to get through this one on a workout due to some of those tracks. You know, if you're sitting on the couch... You can handle some lulls. They're nice for chilling out, having a drink, listening to music, talking to friends. But when you're trying to work out, even when you're working out like I do, which is not entirely intense or rigorous, you got to have something to keep you going. This one has some ebbs and flows, that's for sure. It's also one of the longer albums I've had on the show at 47 minutes. Seems like maybe the shorter albums with shorter songs, even when there's some slower ones, tend to rate higher for a workout, at least for now. What do you think of The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle? How does it rate for you? Let me know. That's it for today, though. Visit rockandrollreclaim.com for the text version of this review, along with all the other stuff I'm doing, including Super Space Robot, my content marketing and digital content creation podcast. Get a hold of me on social media at Mark Donner, pretty much everywhere, M-A-R-K-D-A-U-N-E-R. You can also follow rockandrollreclaimed on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.